Good morning. I just recorded yesterday, so maybe I'm on another little tiny roll, or maybe I'm just trying to get a little more consistent, or something. But anyway, um, two things are in my head, and I wanted to talk about them a little bit. One is um, a couple of little food tips, and the other is food trends in the pandemic time. Uh, neither one of these are original topics. Um, I'm not a journalist. I'm just a person who likes food and people and service and hospitality. And sometimes I like to share a little information. So first, I just wanted to talk a little bit about um, some frugal kinds of tips. Um, and these are tips from long ago and more recently. The long ago one is a funny one. Um, when Lori and I were working in the garden the other day, we were talking about this and it made us both um, really think about our moms who are both gone, but um, very much remembered and learned from. And this is a funny thing. And that is when you open a jar of red sauce from the store to maybe use it straight if you're lazy like I mostly am, or to maybe augment the heck out of which my pal Lori does a lot better than I do. She's really good at using basics and improving them to make them spectacular. Um, but anyway, when you use a jar of red sauce or a can of tomatoes or something like that, that's going to go into like a sauce, um, you could either pull out your um, silicone scraper and you could really scrape the heck out of that container, or you could put a little bit of liquid in water or if you're using some stock or whatever, you could swirl that around in there so that you get all the goodies out of the can or the jar. And this also made me think about, um, I'm kind of a fiend in that I love cashew milk and I make cashew milk a lot. That's my white um, liquid <laughs> that is my go-to. Both, I drink it hot with seasonings, um, like a little cardamom or I use it in um, baking and cooking a lot of the times at home. So anyway, when I have my cashew milk, I usually make it super thick um, so that I, that meaning that I just don't put as much water in the blender with the cashews when I make it as uh, one normally would. Usually I do like a cup of cashews and when I first started doing it, it was usually like four cups of water. So I would get a, maybe I don't know, that would end up being like a five cup or six cup batch of, of uh, cashew milk. But now what I do is I just put two cups of water in and it kind of makes it like cream, super rich and beautiful. And the beauty of that is twofold. One, when I go to rinse out the blender pitcher, um, I put some water in and I swirl it around and I get the rest of that amazing cashewness and I pour it right into my jar that I'm putting my cashew milk in. So it kind of cleans things up without wasting. And then the other beauty of it is you have a smaller jar in your fridge. And then when you use it, you can use it really concentrated like a cream, or you can add some water and make it more like a cashew milk. So those are the frugal tips of the day. And then I just wanted to talk a little bit about trends, which are just always interesting because I think people are interesting and what we all choose to do and, um, sometimes are pushed into doing because of circumstances I find really fascinating. Um, I spend a little more time than I would like to, I suppose I could say, on Instagram, although a lot of it is exploring and enjoying very, very much. Um, 
it is a rabbit hole and it's crazy, of course. But, you know, on Instagram right now, um, we're seeing sourdough everywhere, right? Everybody seems to be doing sourdough. And I think it's wonderful. And I think that food trends are delightful because what does that mean? That means people are learning new things and they are trying new things and I hope eating new things. And that's pretty cool because if we just sit still in one place and forever only eat peanut butter and jam sandwiches, life gets pretty dull. Although I do love a good PB and jam. So sourdough is pretty awesome. Um, a little over a year ago, I took a class with a fantastic sourdough baker. When her book comes out, I will tell you all about her and it and um, encourage you to get that book, but it's not even available for pre-order yet to my knowledge. So I'm not going to go there. But when I took this class, I was so, so excited. It was a year ago in January, so 2019. And I just felt like I didn't really have headspace to make a starter. And so I waited and waited and waited. And then in early April this year, I thought, okay, I'm going to do it. Everybody's doing it. Why not? Right. Um, so I made a sourdough starter. Its name is Ringo starter. Ha <laughs> ha. And, um, I'm very pleased with it. Man, is it tasty. I did use some pretty spectacular flour to start it. Uh, it was very fresh, very beautiful Cairn Springs um, uh, mill flour that's just so good. Um, and I wanted to share a tip about this little trend. I guess I'm going back to tips. And that is, did you know that flour can go bad? Yes, it can. So flour has, um, especially whole wheat flour, but all purpose and other flours as well. So, you know, flour is a beautiful grain based product and grains have a certain amount of oil in them and protein and other things that are ever so slightly volatile and sensitive and rely on being fresh. So here's an interesting thing that I learned in that sourdough class because it was a lot about understanding grains as well as sourdough. And here's what I learned. If you put your clean hand into your canister or your bag of flour, and you grab a handful of it and you squeeze it tight like you're going to make a dirt clod in the garden and then you let go of it, if it just pours out of your hand like completely normal flour, you have some seriously ancient flour going. And I don't mean ancient in a good way. I mean old and past its prime. If you squeeze it hard and let go and it sort of stays in a little bit of a clump, then you have some beautiful fresh flour. <clears throat> and that's what you always want to use. Um, I just think it's really interesting to know this. I did actually have some whole wheat flour go bad this winter, which was funny. And I made some brownies and they were vile and I could not figure it out. And then I made some, oh, I made some bread and it was hideous. And then I figured it out and <laughs> threw it all away. So take good care of your flour, use it up or keep it in the fridge or the freezer. Okay. Getting back to sourdough. Sourdough is amazing. And I hope you'll jump on that trend. It's cool. And the other trend is um, making pasta at home, which I've done for about, geez, 35 years, I guess. Um, and um, hadn't done it much until recently. And the first pasta I made recently um, was actually a sourdough pasta. <clears throat> and you just pull off a cup of your starter and use it instead of water and maybe a little bit of water and your eggs and your flour like a regular pasta can use any kind of flour you want. I did whole wheat that day because it sounded good. Um, and man, was it tasty. Um, pasta is amazing. 
I no longer use my little pot, pasta roller. I used to have an atlas. I think I still do somewhere. Maybe I gave it away. I don't know. But I just don't really care about running it through the machine. I just like to hand roll it. And um, it's really satisfying. And it's really satisfying to cut it by hand, too. You can use a knife or a pizza wheel or whatever. And um, you can use a ruler or not. And um, I think freeform cutting is just super cool. just looks really homemade, and I like that. So pasta seems to be an amazing trend. I'm actually going to take a little pasta class tonight with a wonderful um, chef down in San Francisco. She's offering a class, um, on, of course, on Zoom, and I'm really looking forward to that. And I don't really know why I'm taking it, because I know how to make simple pasta, but I know I'll learn some tips and um, have some fun. Um, so I guess those are the things that I'm seeing in terms of the food trends. And then, of course, the other thing is what I just mentioned, which is like a Zoom class. The restaurant world, as we know, is closed for the most part in terms of its old normal self. And chefs and dishwashers and front of house and everybody is out of work or struggling to make it go. And... um I'm delighted to see some really interesting things happening um, from our one of our local amazing restaurants turning itself into a fabulous takeout, and also it's turned into a grocery store, and that's so impressive, and they're doing it beautifully, and I hope you'll go get some food there, and other ones that are doing just really lovely meals to go, um, not compromising their quality, but changing up a little bit of what they do so that it's still great when you get it home. And that's the real key with takeaway. Um, that's something that I certainly know from food trucking. It's got to be good right now when I serve it, and it comes out the window to you guys off the truck. But it also needs to be really great so that if you take it in a to-go box, you're going to take it down to the beach or get it home or sit at the farmer's market and eat it one minute from now or an hour from now please not an hour from now that's a little long but anyway we want it to be just as good when you eat it as when we handed it to you um so that's a real concern um people are restaurant people are giving zoom cooking classes um i just heard about a wonderful restaurateur that has opened up his restaurant in um san francisco any and all of his line cooks sous chef, exec chef, are um, encouraged to open their own pop-up takeout restaurant in his restaurant space. Keeps a little bit of money flowing, keeps everybody's brains going. Certainly pretty darn good for the heart as well. Um, it's just so cool to see some creative thinking coming out of, um, of this odd time. <clears throat> Pardon me. And um, anyway, I think those are the trends that I'm seeing that are interesting and um, at least top of mind right now. So I think that's it. And um, just wanted to get back on. I'm going to try and do this every couple days, I guess. Just going to talk about whatever's on my head. And um, I think that's all. And I thank you for listening. I feel like this is the world's smallest podcast. And that is okay with me. I sit in a corner of our house with two windows. And I look outside and... Um, watch the birds. Right now there's a giant crow. I, maybe it's a raven. It's pretty far away. No, it's a crow. Um, and it's just walking in the grass and nibbling and walking. It's just so fun to see who's out there. There's a big, big buck, um, over by our woods. Anyway, thank you. <laughs>